Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, Ollie here, and I've got to tell you about the newest superhero series on the CW, Black Lightning. Now, to give you some backstory, Black Lightning, aka Jefferson Pierce, had previously powered down his crime-fighting career, and for the last nine years, he's been the principal of the local high school. But in this city, when the hero's away, the gangs are going to play, and this dude's a family man. So when his people get caught in the crosshairs, it's time to take charge. Now, the former hero's back in full force for a second round against corruption and violence. Because you know as well as I do, lightning does strike twice. It's dark days for the city of Freeland, but the storm is coming when black lightning brings his power to the people. Not only will the series spark you up, but it also has an electrifying soundtrack full of artists such as Rome Fortune, Nina Simone, Bobby Bland, and the great Isaac Hayes. You guys have got to check out Black Lightning on the CW on Tuesdays right after The Flash. They've let me run loose. It's Marquia Movie News, so you are going to have everything that you need to nerd about Black Panther and more. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. I did notice I set up the cards mm-hmm. and everything. I feel like I'm on <laughs> trial or something, just looking at you. You're the judge. You're I'm the, the judge? You're the, oh, and I'm worthy to hold gosh. the hammer? That was totally unplanned, everyone. Yes. And it worked out perfectly. And I, I still can't pronounce Look. the hammer's name. Mjolnir. 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 You took Mjolnir. out Hulk. You took out Hulk right I, now. Oh, you know, the, no. the toys, they just, you're that's just, what I do. You're just too excited. Yes, <laughs> I am so excited because this is an all Black Panther episode. Well, with Marvel News uh, incorporated in it, but it's very heavily Black Panther. So we are the Marvel Movie News. Uh, this is episode number 163, and we are coming to you from Bernanzana, which is the capital city of Wakanda. Yay, you learned something. Uh, we are going to tell you about the news from all the studios and why you should be just as excited as we are. So subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com slash Popcorn Talk Network. Uh, you can also find us on the Popcorn Talks uh, website. Follow us on Twitter. That's at Marvel News PTN or at the Popcorn Talk. And Facebook. We have a Facebook and we're kind of getting better at it of doing that Facebook. So Facebook.com slash Marvel News Show. You know, follow us. Like us. It would make us do Facebook more often. <laughs> and uh, yo, if you tweet out a link to the show uh, with a message telling people about our live chat, then Aunt Menthony in the booth will retweet you. Hello, everybody. Marquia Movie News is happening today. I can't <laughs> wait to find out all these new and exciting little details and also to spread the passion of what is Black Panther. I'm so excited for this episode. Yes, that is exactly what this episode is about. Um, not necessarily the minutia of Black Panther. I've, I've taken in all of your questions that you've sent. Thank you so much for those questions. And I see more that it's like you want an overall type of thing going on. So uh, we are going to take care of you. <laughs> and not only that, we're going to do call-ins. Aunt Anthony, I guess you can uh, let us know the call-in number. So as we're rolling along, I'm going to keep on pumping out Black <laughs> Panther for you, and you can hit me with even more questions. So, um, Aunt Anthony, what's the call-in number? 
that uh, we can. Well, as you get that, we are just going to continue on. And uh, since since it is Marquia Mavinas today, <laughs> um, uh, we're going to start off with um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, we're not. <laughs> no, we're not. Ant-Man and the Wasp <laughs> is an awesome movie. But we're starting off with Black Panther. Um, and the call-in number that we have will be 424 424- Two five six one six three three, so you can get your call in on. So we're going to start this off with. Um, I love the fans of Black Panther, and then specifically this fan. If there's like a Black Panther fan of the week, this man gets that award, and that is uh, Detrick Maddox. He goes by at Mister Design Junkie on Twitter. And he is the one that is responsible for those awesome fan-made posters that you have been seeing. For instance, the one where you have uh, the Shape of Africa. It's a Black Panther fan-made poster. And then you have the Dora Milaje populating um, the Shape of Africa. And then you have them also at the bottom, which is what we're seeing right now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Right now... Um, up on our, yeah. And then um, the next one, yes. Oh, where you have, uh, it's Eric, it's still the popu- uh, the outline of Africa. And you have Eric Killmonger, also known as uh, Injaraka. <laughs> uh, he is um, in the actual Africa outline. And below his face, you see him with the scarification that he has. And it is epically beautiful and then it's also like you really understand what that character has gone through like you get that culture when it comes with that I love that uh, this particular fan incorporated this and then the color palette that he uses for this one is um, vibrant and uh, it's like aggressive tones so I very much enjoy that and our next one uh, yes, and then this one is uh, even more somber and darker. Um, each of these have the outline of Africa. This is uh, Wakabi. Uh, in the comics, he's known as Man Ape. He will not be known that for the film um, for a variety of reasons. And uh, he is one of the villains that is going to be in uh, this particular Black Panther. And it depicts like his face. He's got a very ominous expression going on. That face has a promise to you uh, that some ish is going to be going down. (laughs) And then the one that I love the most. Uh, So with this particular one, uh, yes, it has Angela Bassett in it. You know me by now. So uh, it has Angela Bassett and she is alongside the outline of Africa. And she's just, she is a regal queen. I'm so glad that they got her for this movie. I can't, nobody else could have been Ramonda. The only other person she could have been was Storm, (laughs) but we don't have that yet. So I will take an Angela Bassett Ramonda any day, every day. And um, with the outline of of Africa, inside is one of the earlier Black Panther um, posters that we got. And you see Black Panther himself um, on a cliffside overlooking Wakanda. Wakanda. Don't we all wish that we were just born in Wakanda? I mean, it's it's a beautiful country. It's universal health care. Yes, they're isolationists, but wouldn't we kind of be that way if we had everything that they do? But we are going to move forward. So with Black Panther, 
Um, it has been forecasted for a $120 million opening weekend. Black Panther pre-sales have outpaced any Marvel movie that has, well, since Marvel movies started <laughs> doing. And that's um, also adding in inflation costs. Black Panther has done that already, and we are still a solid month out. Oh, happy Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, everyone. Uh, so with it, I mean, the initial pre-sales, they blew past mid-range expectations earlier this week. And this is Box Office Pro that reported that. And they um, they say, while caution remains prudent as fans rush to grab tickets for the highly anticipated Marvel film, the film's current sales activity combined with a surge of social media momentum now has it definitive, definitively tracking closer to our high-end expectations. They do not know how amazing this film is going to be. I, pro- I I think a billion in the first two weekends. Wow. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead yeah, and say it, that. Definitely. This is just a rough estimate. And like, I'm pretty sure you bought half of those tickets, Marky. Oh, you know I did. <laughs> you know I did. Uh, well, that and uh, so some of my friends <laughs> bought me a couple of tickets for a uh, post Christmas. Oh, nice. they're like, oh, great. So you're going to come with us and we're seeing it at this time. Uh, we're going to see IMAX and Merry Christmas. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, yes, you definitely thank have you. to see this movie in IMAX for sure, because this is just a movie like that we've never seen in the MCU before, for sure. Like this is the atmosphere mm. alone and the incredible cast. So I am totally not surprised by this, this forecast of Black Panther. Yeah, there there shouldn't be any surprise with this. One of the major things about this particular property, not only have we been trying to put this property out for a while, and I will touch more on that <laughs> later, uh, there will be a Wesley Snipes moment, but not only that, but it's we have not had this. We need this. And I don't think they understand the market has passed been ready for this. You have you have blurs everywhere. And uh, for those that don't know, that's black nerds. Uh, <laughs> you have us everywhere. We've grown up with this. We we do D&D. We do gaming. It's just you don't see us frequently. Mm-hmm. But something that I really love about Black Panther coming out now is that I think this is the sweet spot for when it could have even possibly have come out. I mean, when you think about the other Black Panther series that have come out, and they have been really good. They have been really good. I like Christopher Priest. Um, I enjoy a lot of what uh, uh, Reginald Hudlin brought to Black Panther. and and But having, uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name horribly, Tahanisi Coates, having him, and um, chat room can totally, uh, if you can spell that phonetically for me, we already know that I can't pronounce people's names. Mm-hmm. I barely pronounce mine. I called him Ozzy the other day, so. (laughs) Um, But yes, this is the perfect time, not only with technology to be able to bring alive the vibranium suit, the anti-vibranium claws, to be able to have this wonderfully talented crop of actors and actresses that we have to be the Dora Milaje, to be Eric Killmonger, which is Michael B. Jordan, to be Wakabi, to be Zuri with Forrest Whitaker. We needed it to happen at this particular time, at this particular moment. So then what will happen here will echo. It'll echo through the ages. I mean, this is this is what Iron Man was. Iron Man started this. This is this is our Iron Man mm-hmm. for going into yeah. the next phase. The new beginning. I like that. Yes, the new <laughs> beginning. Um, but don't take my word for it. There's a lot of uh, other people that are... Uh, 
appreciators of Black Panther. And we're going to watch a quick video. Uh, this is Alexis Torres, and she is an AfterBuzz TV uh, correspondent. So, Black Panther, this movie that's coming out, I'm so excited. And the main reason why I'm excited is because of what it represents. I have always wanted to see what a superhero would look like if it looked like me. And the fact that there's extras and there's supporting characters and everything. There's just a whole collection of melanin all over this movie. And it's going to be so fantastic. And I cannot wait to finally have this movie out. And then when my kids get to see it, they actually have a superhero to grow up with and see they can see that they're the same. I cannot wait. Ah! <laughs> yes, and speaking of kids, I mean, there is going to be, uh, there's been a number of fundraisers for l- getting kids into the theaters to see Black Panther. And I just want, for those that don't understand, I just really want you to get, we haven't been able to grow up with having a superhero that looks a certain way that looks like us we haven't had that we haven't well and people will be like oh well you had luke cage yeah we had luke cage like maybe what was that two years ago a year ago <laughs> a year ago it's like oh you had blade yeah um blade was in the 90s right that was like 90s uh, early 2000s and it's it's been a while and for the fact with t'challa with black panther he is epic the way that he is epic is that he is He's Marvel's Batman, and it is a gross disservice that he has not been in the four, like in the spotlight, really up to this point. And how he's Marvel's Batman, he is incredibly smart. He he's a master at um, contingency plans. Uh, he's rich as Croesus, big time. I mean, hands down, he's most likely the richest person on the planet. And then just for a fun fact for you, you remember Quinjets? This is just a little thing. And we'll move on. But you remember Quinjets? And this has already been established like in Avengers and, and everything like that. Uh, who do you think make those? Uh, Wakanda did. The Wakanda Design Group made those. So like Wakanda has already been part of all of this and you haven't even realized but let's continue forward because I'm going to I'm going to get so into my Black Panther. But yes, there's been a number of fundraisers and fundraising campaigns. And one particular one, it was a crowdfunding campaign to send Harlem kids uh, to Black Panther. And it raised over twenty five thousand uh, dollars. This was reported by ABC. It was New Yorker Frederick Joseph. He created a GoFundMe campaign to raise funds. Uh, it was to allow kids from the Boys and Girls Club of Harlem to see the upcoming MCU uh, movie for free. It's, it's some, I mean, the only thing I, I guess I could say is try to picture that you didn't grow up with Captain America, with Spider-Man, with Iron Man, with, I mean, insert blank here. It's the fact that these kids now have this now, I am so happy about, but I'm super jealous too, (laughs) because I would have loved to have grown up with a Black Panther. Uh, and I should probably say the number for the Collins again. So if we can get that up, I will definitely do that. Yeah. Ah, so people like that uh, Quinjet. I'm seeing the chat room. People like that Quinjet <laughs> info. Okay. So, uh, yes. But moving on with uh, Marvel News, uh, the call-in number is 424-256-1633. So we have um, Ant-Man and the Wasp. There have been new close-up photos that reveal um, Ant-Man and the Wasp's new costumes. 
So it was the International Consumer Electronics Show. They recently revealed the new costumes on full display for guests at the trade show. And this was courtesy of Marvel's partnership with Dell. Uh, oh, yeah. And you can see right here on our screen for those that don't see it's, it's, uh, it's, it's super hype. I like this. It's really exciting because we don't really know what to expect from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm -hmm. But we're too excited for Black Panther, as we should be. Yes. But, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's coming. So <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But with those uh, those particular costumes that they have for Ant-Man and the Wasp, it seems so armored and mm -hmm. it's nice. So you kind of have to wonder about the environment that they need to be able to, you know, for that armoring. You know, they're, they're going to be um, infinitesimally <laughs> small. So maybe there's a lot of pressures that we don't even understand with, with the shrinkage that would have to happen mm -hmm. with doing that. Hmm. I'm excited for Michelle Pfeiffer personally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited that she was excited enough to then be like, hey, I'm going to start reading comic books. <laughs> what does that say? A learned actress like that at, you know, she's just had this lifelong career. She's like, you know what? Yeah. Comic books. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. So, and we also have, we also have this. This is, this is fun. It's a Venom movie first look. It's Tom Hardy um, as Eddie Brock. And thanks to IGN, uh, we finally have our first look of um, Eddie Brock with the Venom solo project. It's, <laughs> you know, it's Tom Hardy standing there mm -hmm. in a shirt. He's looking very Tom Hardy-ish. Yeah. With, with, or maybe he's looking mm -hmm. very Eddie Brock-ish. And I'm just seeing Tom Hardy <laughs> because that's my own mental filter. I'm seeing exactly the same thing you're seeing, Marquia. Yeah, uh, he has a book open. It looks yeah. like he's a journalist. I mean, Eddie Brock. So he's, a, you know, he's taking questions. Mm -hmm. He's spilling the tea, maybe. I'm sure Koi's very excited, though, to see this, mm -hmm. at least. Um, I am looking forward to seeing more photos exactly. of this. But I'm glad that they, they threw us something. <laughs> but... Um, Oh, yes. Jack in the chat room. He looks very much like Tom Hardy, indeed. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll stay tuned for that. I know. We <laughs> definitely we'll will. we'll see more Eddie Brock and Tom Hardy in the future. Yes. <laughs> and uh, just real quick, let me drop, drop just a little bit more Black Panther on you because uh, <laughs> apparently I don't feel like there's enough Black Panther being said. So we would have had... Uh, Black Panther earlier. In fact, Wesley Snipes was all on board. This was right after Demolition Man in like 1993. He's like, you know what we need? Um, I feel like everything's ready to go. We should have a Black Panther movie. And he was all set to do it. We got Blade, which is awesome, which is awesome. And then it you know, as things progress, you know, Black Panther Project didn't happen. Then we might have possibly have gotten it again, but instead we got Blade Trinity. At the time, it seems like Marvel didn't feel like they wanted maybe that same superstar with two major properties, or maybe they just weren't feeling Black Panther at all that time. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a number of theories and people can uh, talk more about that. I have my own theories about why we didn't get that. But, hey, no real complaints because we did get Ryan Reynolds, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. thanks to Blade Trinity, which leads us into our Deadpool news. And um, uh, let me say real quick for the call-in number is 424-256-1633. So with Deadpool news, so Ryan Reynolds, uh, he shared a new Deadpool image for us. It's to celebrate the early release because if you didn't know, the release date has been moved up to May 18th. And so Ryan shared a photo with us to celebrate its earlier release. 
Now, I can't really tell with the darkness of the screen. Ollie, can you describe this for me real quick? Oh, it's actually the, uh, not the sh- what is that called? The handle of his uh, katanas. Right. And it says Bo Arthur, I believe, on which oh, is a reference that's to the right, Golden, that's right, that's Golden right. Girls. Where he named his uh, mm-hmm. he named his katanas. Mm-hmm. So we we get a uh, we yes. get a little Bo Arthur. In that's our day. so crazy. They moved that up. We actually have our first caller now. Oh, okay, great. Uh, hey, caller, you're on with a Marquia movie news. <laughs> Hello. Is anyone there? Oh no! There? I don't oh, think no. they realize. I don't think they realize that they got through. Hello. Okay. Well. There is someone else. Ready. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. There we go. Sorry about We're ready. That. Yeah. No All problem. Right, here's the next caller. Hi. Welcome to uh, Marquia oh. Movie News. I suppose. Hey. Hey. Oh, uh, so good to uh, finally. Uh, well, sorry. Uh, <laughs> excited. It's. Uh, I've been. Uh, so for like three years. Really? Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, what's your name? Yeah. Where are you calling from? Uh, uh, Ed. Ed? Hey, Ed. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited for Black Panther. Yes. Yes. Right. Go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. So, boy, so I, I mentioned in the chat. Um, so you, uh, you obviously saw the, the the TV spot Entourage, right? I'm sorry. The, the the Black Panther TV spot Entourage, where they show the Domarage. Um, yes, the yes, I've I've seen um uh, the featurettes. I also saw the Wakanda Warriors. Yes, yeah, so, I think they reveal a spoiler. Oh, do you? Okay, oh. so I forgot who he's playing. Force West, uh, yeah, Force West's character. He's Zuri. Z U R I. And uh, I forgot what's her name from Twelve Years a Slave. She's um, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, yes, Lupita Nyong'o. She plays uh, Nakia. Yeah, there was a, a spot. You just missed it. She's had her feet. She, he's on the ground, and he, she has. She's stepping on him like he. And she's got the blade. I was like, like told him to, you know, to stay down. I think that's a plot, and there's like a battle behind them. I think there's a plot where he maybe betrays my cancer, Ooh. and maybe sided with. Either Killmonger or with, um, I don't want to say many, but. Um, <laughs> I absolutely adore, Ed, that your first instinct is thinking that Zuri is the one that betrayed Black Panther and not Nikita. Oh. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh that she's the one that betrays. Oh. Ooh, right? Yeah. It's course rare because he knows to play sister uh, characters. In TV and you know, mm-hmm. the Pinaraba, she plays you know a very because a lot of people want her storm and but that could be <laughs> that'd be a, a, a other great twist. Nice, um, yeah. There, there are some yeah, but, fun uh, things with. Oh, go ahead. Well, it's just like I, I didn't know people. It's like very quick. It's like she's stepping on him. She's on the ground. It's like oh my god. <laughs> and I thought like oh, it's because he's Force Whitaker. I thought he'll be on portraying Black Panther and the and the family, but now it could be other way around. <laughs> yes. Um, I hope I stoked your nerd fire a little bit because <laughs> I very much recommend uh, reading some more Black Panther. You can uh, either read Christopher Priest's run or you can read um, yeah. Tahanisi Coates' new run. 
And let's just say Nakia is not just Sador Milaje. And even just saying that, just Sador Milaje, this formidable warrior, uh, she has an interesting story arc. But thank you for calling, Ed. I like you bringing that up. All right, bye. (laughs) Bye, Ed. Nice. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. Yes, and I, I absolutely adore, like, uh, he was watching for that. And he was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this. I'm like, yeah. ooh. That's something I've been thinking about, too, about Nakia. Mm. I don't think she's in Infinity War, so. Ooh. I don't know what's happening. So, I don't, don't want to say anything. Um, I don't want to <laughs> say the name Malice, but those that know, uh, 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 Malice, Malice. That's something about her. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm so glad that he brought that up. So let's go ahead and watch the Wakanda Warriors trailer because that was released. I believe that was on January 12th. So let's go ahead and watch that real quick right now. It's like a minute, 30 seconds. So, but um, basically, we're there. They're talking about their characters. They're talking about the Dormelage. I'm going to have to talk over it a little bit because, you know, that's how we have to do. That he has to look out for an entire nation. Yeah, um, he brings out fantastic points with uh, T'Challa. It's that we haven't really had this superhero that was so involved with his own country. I mean, yes, we had Thor, but, you know, he had Odin. This represents the I love that tradition. While my character Nakia challenges tradition, and did we see that was more than likely a Shibe mm-hmm. that was standing right next to Nakia, which says something. Oh, this fighting! Their fighting style. I'm ready for that casino scene. I know, right? You know what this kind of reminds me of? Uh, this is Sparta! <laughs> Honestly. You know? But it's like, how can you take the Spartan warriors and then, like, crank that up until 11? <laughs> you have the Dora Milaje. I just want to see the choreography just acted out already. Man. I mean, all these, these little snippets, I need more. Ugh. It's like this fighting style. This fighting style it's so raw it's so real and i cannot wait because um you know them by themselves as individuals that's a force to be reckoned with them together uh you know just batten down the hatches just you know give them whatever they want get out of their country (laughs) basically like yeah but um, speaking of Thor, so uh, we do we do have this in where uh, Avengers Infinity Wars Chris Helmsworth has said that contractually he's done with playing Thor. So he starred in three solo Thor films. I remember the last one was uh, Thor Ragnarok, just happened, and four separate Avenger films. So seven, seven films. And his um, contract with Marvel Studios has been fulfilled. And that means that, you know, the future with him is uncertain. But he's no longer legally obligated to appear in any films. So that's what we know. Uh, but he probably will. <laughs> got another caller. Okay, we've got a caller. Hit me. Hey, Marquia, this is Chris from Texas. Hey, Chris from Texas. Nice to meet you or e-meet you. <laughs> What's your question? Yeah. Well, I you may have already answered. I missed the first 10 minutes of the podcast, mm. but... Um, I sent out a Twitter to you early last week regarding um, the history of uh, Black Panther and Storm in the comics ah. and seeing how you might incorporate uh, Storm into the MCU. Okay. 
Yes, um, it was. I remember that tweet and it was absolutely an excellent one uh, because um, and this isn't really a spoiler for um other people, I mean, this has been in the comics for like a while where they have in the comics where Black Panther and Storm get married and they are like an ultimate power couple when it comes to Marvel, like to a point where um, when uh, Mr. Fantastic and uh, Sue Richards, like they take a break for a while and then the power couple <laughs> of T'Challa and Storm like step in and be like, yeah, 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 you go, you go chill. We've got this. Um, but with the marriage of Storm and Black Panther. Uh, obviously, we're not going to have that in this first movie. And if it really comes to it, what I would prefer for romantic attachment, if they have one, and I doubt that they're going to bring it into this movie, there is a person, Monica Lynn, and uh, she is a jazz singer. He actually, okay. yeah, he actually ends up getting engaged to her. And um, the engagement ends up being, you know, broken because, well, basically, she gets tired of being kidnapped. Because he's king of a country and she just kind of wants to live her life. There are some things that love can't overcome. So, but with them incorporating Storm and um, Black Panther, I could see that in a second movie, definitely. And something that people don't know is that Storm is the love of T'Challa's life. Like they have a backstory that is impressive and kind of heartbreaking. And then they get married and you're happy. And then things happen after they're married. I don't want to spoil too much. I just want to stoke a nerd fire real quick. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I mean, does that answer your question, Chris? Or Because I can nerd out some more. Yeah. No, totally. I saw a little bit of Black Panther back in the X-Men animated series. That was my first interface with him. Yes. uh, When they did some of Storm's Black Story. So I know the well is deep and I'm excited. And Mm. I hope when the Fox-Disney merger ultimately happens that... um, that we can, that we can see that. Yes. And it would be, no, thank you. That, that provides a little background to, to what might happen. So. All right, cool. Uh, Thanks so much for calling Chris from Texas. Yeah, certainly. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, what a great point though, because um, that they could do a lot of nuance with uh, Storm and Black mm-hmm. Panther's like relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's something that because it's it's founded in love. I mean, there is angst involved because it's love, but it doesn't have to be love from hardship, mm-hmm. which is um, one of the reasons why I really enjoy them. So we're going to continue on with Black Widow. So the Black Widow movie is uh, reportedly in development at Marvel Studios. And a standalone Black Widow film, and we've heard this before, but it's supposed to be in the development stage. And the script is penned by Jack Schaefer. So still very, very early development. Uh, and Variety has reported this. Uh, so the film hasn't any green lights, but they have a writer And it states that um, Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige met with several potential candidates to write the film and then chose him. So that says that sounds great. Uh, Marvel execs have met with Scarlett Johansson and to discuss what they want from the script. So and of course, with uh, this being Marvel movie news, uh, we know that you love Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we haven't been able to have an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. minute Lately, but we have an Agents of Shield minute today to enjoy with the voice of Doom. Oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> hey guys, uh, that's right. Uh, Agents of Shield minute is back because it's 2018, and uh, I lost track of time, much like the agents lost track of time. 
because they were traveling forward in time into a space station that's like five different hallways recycled. Anyway, this season has been crazy. Uh, at this point, we're, this episode's past episode because I'm about running out of time already. We're dealing with uh, Kasai's, did he get, did his throat get slit? I don't know. It sort of looked like he did, but then he did. It was on his cheek. Uh, uh, May is down on the planet, uh, and we're dealing with the Chromacons, i.e. the Not Watchers. If anyone has any idea what a Chromacon is inside the Marvel Universe, uh, send, send help my way. Uh, tweet 15, it. 15 seconds. Tweet it, that's equal. Oh, what was that? <laughs> 15 seconds. Oh, you somebody's got... trying to check my time now? No, you're, well, you're now, yeah, now you're at 15 seconds. Yeah. Well, okay, we're talking about time travel, which the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are dealing with, and they're going to have to somehow get back to the present with. Talking about time, there's only one man books. to go with Doctor Strange. That's a, that's a, oh, are we? <laughs> right, I found it. Hey, I miss you guys. This is what I can still do. He's alive. All right, guys, this has been the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Minute. I'll see Yes, and you know, he's at Geek and Sundry. He loves us. He misses us. You can still tweet him at uh, the Matt Key. Mm-hmm. You can still tweet him at the Matt Key. And yeah, go ahead and check out Wednesday Club, um, which they do on Wednesdays. So, and I'm going to I'm gonna do that sometime soon. So, uh, yeah, for our call-ins, we have the call-in number 424-256-1633. So, and here's and some news for you. We do have a call. And we do have a caller. Okay. Uh, after this, we're going to have hey, to... Hey, uh, Hi! And Ollie, of course. Hey, what's um, up? How are you? Hey, who is it's this? Daniel Where are you calling Drew. from? Hey, Daniel. Oh, Daniel, hey! Hey. <laughs> and also, oh my God, it's Matt. I just... It's Matt and Zach and... <laughs> <laughs> I know, that just happened. Um, um, what was I going to say? Uh, uh, oh, right, right. So for three things, um, with the Black Panther prelude... Um, comics or issues that came up before I just got the the paper, uh, trade paperback of that. Okay. So I saw the, um, you know, it, it takes place like ten years ago, which was kind of fun because, like, you know, he, uh, you have a uh, T'Chaka watching the I am I am Iron Man <laughs> um, announcement thing, and it was cool because it was like uh, T'Challa's first kind of first uh, week or first month or something as Black Panther. So that was interesting seeing that. Um, and then on Avengers Assemble, the animated show, we had, um, Black Panther there with some weird Dr. Strangeness happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I think, I think it was Nakia who was on there. So it was cool to see that. Yeah. Um, um something that people don't realize is that Black Panther has been a part of the nerddom for a long time. I mean, yes, uh, Jack Kirby and Stan Lee made him back in 1966, but he has been a part of almost every major Marvel um, superhero group. I mean, we're talking everything from yep. Illuminati, Avengers, definitely. In fact, he, along with him being the Marvel's Batman, he actually joined the Avengers. It was kind of covered in Christopher Priest's run of why he would do that. This king of a country, why would he do that? Is that he was spying on them because he considered them a threat. And right. Yeah. So, I mean, Black Panther has existed just off the periphery, uh, off the, I don't know, the social periphery for a very long time. And I'm glad that he's getting his mm-hmm. due now. Uh, but do you have a, a question, Daniel? Um, well, also that the third point was 
um, you probably read the the first issue of the Rise of Black Panther, <laughs> um, and it was cool seeing that because it's you know his grandfather's history. So I, you mm. know I'll be, I'll be interested to see how much of the Black Panther history we dive into, like in the movie, like how far back it it will go. Yeah, so I'm wondering like because we you know we have him you know with the Panthers in the tree and that weird kind of dreamscape thing. Is, are we going to be like seeing? like ancient black panthers are kind of like a lead up kind of like a you know like a like a what am i oh like like avatar kind of thing where you see the past <laughs> nice black panthers kind of thing if you had some sort of visions i get what you're saying um for others that don't realize um T'Challa is not the first black panther uh he mm-hmm. is from a long line of black panthers um that have it's a hereditary title to be Black Panther, but it's also something that you have to earn. You have to be right. blessed by Bast, the Panther God. And um, once you end up passing from the earth, um, your remains and your spirit are then in the necropolis. And that's like a city of the dead that Wakanda has. It's right. amazing. Um, and once the Black Panther gets the honorific title of being, you know, king of the dead, um, you know, king just as a, or queen of the dead, king of the dead, uh, they're then gifted with all of the experiences and memories um, of past Black Panthers. So basically, you're an unstoppable force once you have earned that title. Another nerd moment for y'all to stoke that nerd fire. But uh, Daniel, thank you for calling in. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, dude. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. And keep us up with those um, those good mail days. I love those. <laughs> Hey, he's got <laughs> yeah. Bye, Daniel. Oh, I enjoy Daniel. He's awesome. He's, he's always on Twitter. He's, yeah, he's so nice on Twitter and everything too. Oh, uh, so big news: uh, New Mutants has been pushed back to 2019. So the Hollywood Reporter just revealed that the horror-inspired X-Men film, and this remember this is supposed to be the first horror of the X-Men series, it will now be jumping from April 13th of 2018, which was this year, to February 22nd, 2019. And this is partially because it needed to, well, it didn't test as well as it wanted to. And that was one of the decisions where they're deciding to crank up that horror a bit more, which I am on board for. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I saw The Ring was like 3 a.m. <laughs> during a Christmas break when I was in the house alone and that wrecked my life. <laughs> so I want the horror just all the way up. If you're going to do Demon Bear, Demon Bear. Yeah. As much as so. I don't want to wait, I think the wait's going to be worth it in order to revamp it. And as a horror fan, a super fair, superhero fan, I'm sad, but it has to be like top notch for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, it's one of those things. And like normally this would be our big story for mm-hmm. Marvel movie, movie news. Uh, and uh, Aunt Anthony, answer to your question, no. Um, so, but this would be our this would be our big story because wow, that's, you, like, that's almost uh, ten months. 10 yeah, months-ish. that's a lot of you know revitalization, mm-hmm. refilming, recasting. Wonder, I'm mm. wondering because of the whole merger. So, how much are they going to alter it? You know? Yeah. 
I mean, uh, I very much enjoyed the trailer, but maybe mm-hmm. I was filling in the blanks with my mind more mm-hmm. than what would be there. Maybe they kind of softballed it a bit, and then they mm-hmm. realized, oh, no, wait, they're ravenous. Mm-hmm. These rabid fans, these glorious Marvel fans, and they are really embracing this genre. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a very real possibility. They were like, yeah, they can take it. Yeah. And you know what? We can. <laughs> because Legion, we can take whatever you throw out at us. Doctor Strange, we can take it. It's like, don't, don't inhumans us anymore. <laughs> Moving on. So um, over the weekend, and this was a fun thing, uh, if you were on Twitter and you follow James Gunn on Twitter, and I recommend, you know, just go ahead and follow him. Uh, he, he was waiting for some friends, so he decided that he was just going to answer any question that anybody posed to him. So that stacked up pretty quickly, and we found out a number of things um, from James Gunn's point of view, including, and I'm sorry to tell anybody that was holding out hope, um, Yondu is dead forever. Sorry. <laughs> uh, when asked if Yondu would ever be brought back to life, uh, Gunn tweeted, spoiler, he will never be brought back to life as long as I'm around. His passing needs to mean something. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Tell me if you see him later on in the MCU, are you going to cry as hard when he's when he says, uh, oh, I'm tearing up a little bit. What? <laughs> when he says uh, he he might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. Like, Don't cry. Marquia. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. <laughs> that, I'm saving it for Black Panther. That line got me, too. Didn't that? I love that line. That that is such a great line. And anybody who has, um, you know, like. People from foster families um, and uh, having, you know, step parents. It's like, yeah, there could be somebody that is your father or is your mother, but that doesn't mean that they're your mommy or your daddy. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, it continues on. It gets really fun. Uh, Chris Pratt dra- drops in, of course, because he's Chris Pratt. And he goes, uh, I noticed you haven't answered me. Let me be more specific. Can the villain in volume three be a guy who has a cardboard box full of snakes? Yes or no? If no, then how about just a handful of snakes? And he says, what up with these snakes? Then throws the snakes at us. And James Gunn goes, spoilers, dude. You can't just go tweeting off pages from the treatment. Um, I really do recommend you just going ahead and checking out that tr- that thread. He does throw some life advice at us, including mm-hmm. things about um, following your dreams and how that is a ridiculous statement to make. It's like find what you're good at and then do it for the betterment of yourself and the people around you, society in general. And then uh, one of the tweets is going to bring us into our final segment for today, which has actually been our total segment. So in response to what 2018 movie Gunn is most excited to see, he says, Black Panther, capitalization, <laughs> exclamation point, which brings us to, I know I've been tidbitting with Black Panther. Now we're going full Black Panther. And we're going to start this full Black Panther with... So, Black Panther existed before. Uh, it was, In 2010, BET had an animated series. I have seen all of it. There is not much to see. Sorry to say. Those, uh, those episodes are short and there are not many of them. But we are about to watch the animated intro right now. So, yes. Woo. <laughs> What? Yes! 2010. This is based off of uh, Reginald Hudlin's uh, series with it. Yeah. (laughs) And um, the voice of T'Challa is voiced by um, 
Digimon Hansu, and he was uh, he was Karatha Pursuer in Guardians of the Galaxy. And uh, if you don't remember who that is, at the very top of Guardians, uh, when you know Star Lord is like, some people call me Star Lord. He's like, who? <laughs> And it looks like he has like horn things on his head. That's Karath, and that's the same guy that voices <laughs> T'Challa in this. And Alfrey Woodard was Ramonda. What? And yes, they had a storm. Yes, they did. That was Jill Scott. Oh. No way. Oh, <laughs> man. Amazing. Find it. Find it. Maybe it's on YouTube. Maybe you can find it on YouTube. But yes, there's a little animated series. And you know what? The animated series, it's good. I liked it, it enjoyed. So maybe we can have another animated series. <laughs> Hopefully, if we can get everybody's nerd fire like up and at them. So yes, a lot of other fun facts then. Um, I've dropped a lot of knowledge on you. I hope you've followed along with me with it. So, but let's do quick little overview of stuff. So with Black Panther, this is going to be directed by Ryan Coogler. Um, for those, uh, you know, cinephiles out there, he did Creed and also uh, Fruitville Station, Fruitvale Station, sorry. And he's also going to be working with a number of designers. One of the designers is um, Hannah Beckler, I believe her name is, uh, Beachler. And she is a person that has worked on Moonlight and also Beyonce's Lemonade. So we know how stylistic that that was. Basically, this entire segment segment is everything you need to nerd about Black Panther. I want to get you interested because I want you to get a ticket. But not only that, I want you to buy Black Panther itself. And um, one of the things, I think it was uh, Kristen Deaton, that she tweeted at me. And she was like, hey, I have limited time when it comes to reading things. What should I start to read? Now, normally I say go ahead with Christopher Priest's run, um, The Client. And what that does is that it has everything from the viewpoint of Everett Ross. And it kind of has a 90s flair to it where it does some sort of it does time play jumps. But it really does introduce Black Panther in a different way than he has been up to that point, when you go to the original, like 19, uh, 1966, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby, when he's going up against Fantastic Four, and I believe this is Fantastic Four number 52 and 53, he takes on the Fantastic Four, like for SNGs, uh, because they're kind of, they're in Wakanda. And he's like, no, 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 let me test you, prove my mantle as king and everything like that. But between that point, from that point to up to Christopher Priest run, he's kind of more of a person on the periphery. Um, he gets uh, hit a lot, <laughs> shot a lot. So I I say Christopher Priest because not only do we get the Dora Milaje there, um, you specifically get uh, it's Okoye and Nakia. In Christopher Priest run, they're uh, teenage like ninjas. They just do everything and anything it's very fun um but yeah so for that and then uh some other overviews with this so for wakanda in general wakanda is unfortunately a fictional city <laughs> in uh in africa a fictional um country in africa wakanda itself is i think going to be another character within this film kind of Along the way that um, New York is another character when it comes to Daredevil, when it comes to um, Luke Cage. It's like it's this whole other entity that, mm -hmm. you know, it can't be set anywhere else. 
with Wakanda, the people, they're isolationists. Um, T'Chaka, who's T'Challa's uh, father that you saw him killed in Civil War, I was very much an isolationist. The reason why they are is because they have vibranium. Vibranium is the, I mean, it's like gold times 10 million. You can only really find it there. Uh, well, comic books kind of have it scatter out. But let's say, you know, for for this particular purpose, you can find it in Wakanda. And it's very dangerous, but it's also very helpful. So because with the Wakanda Design Group, they have it where they are able to, like, you name it, they build it. I mean, um, Okoye comes up with these, well, she doesn't come up with, but the, uh, the Wakanda Design Group has these ectoplasm like pellets that you can put into a normal gun and shoot at somebody. And it it's like a non-lethal way to put somebody down, for instance. And that's just one of many things that Wakanda Design Group comes up with. Who Shuri, uh, who's the sister of um, T'Challa, is very much a part of. She's kind of like, uh, let's say, the tech maester. She's the Q um, to T'Challa, but she's also a warrior in her own right. And so, yeah, I mean, steer me a little bit, Ollie, because I have just a number <laughs> of things that I can say here. And if the chat room also wants to get on this, actually, maybe I should just go down the uh, the question list <laughs> that we have. I know there's lots of Black Panther questions we got for you. So fire away. Yeah, really quick. There's okay. so many. <laughs> All right, we'll just we'll just uh, do this really quick then. Um, Kevin Carter at Kevin Carter five five nine says, um, "What would you like to see as a character arc for Killmonger? I would personally like to see him survive Black Panther and have a sort of Magneto Professor X gray area relationship with T'Challa for the future. Awesomeness, yes, I'm on board, signed and sealed, and that is a perfect way to describe the two of them." There's no, oh, I'm going to say this, there's no way they can kill Eric Killmonger um, in this because he is exactly that for T'Challa. We need that because with um, T'Challa, Eric Killmonger in the comics, he is um, exiled and then he's actually taken capture by um, Ulysses Claw for a while. Not a good time for him. And he ends up um ending up in Harlem where he's just abandoned and then he has to grow from that and he becomes Eric Killmonger. And the movie, it looks like they're going to do this thing where he's going to be Eric Stevens, who's actually a special ops officer, and he then gets the moniker Killmonger because of his fighting style. I'm okay with either one of those, whatever they go with. But yes, they need to preserve that relationship between the two of them. But that does say, um, and then um, Asi Kang Kangarashuju at OK is tweeting, and I'm sorry if I messed up your name. Um, and I know that you've talked about possibly having Namor and Doctor Doom in the sequels as enemies, but are there some other villains you'd like to see? Maybe some that are lesser known. Yes, there is a Shibe, and I do believe that we see a Shibe in this. I think we've seen him a number of times in the trailer, and he is the person that has this uh, giant uh, green disc like in his lip, something with a Shibe is that he's known for his like maniacal smile. For me, I know him mainly from the Christopher Priest run where he is like a somewhat socially adjusted Joker character. And if T'Challa is Marvel's Batman, which he totally is, oh, just read one of the comics, just read one and you'll see how he is totally uh, Marvel's Batman. Then yes, Ashibe is that Joker. So then throwing in Eric Killmonger, that's a really good um, like tripod 
of villainry there that can happen. It's like, does Eric Kilmonker then side with Ashibe and let's just go ahead, destroy the world. Ashibe is going to be reigning. Or does he side with T'Challa, who he does not agree with and who he feels has been spoiled by his Western influences, not taking his kingship the way that he would, the way that Eric Killmonger would if he was king. So, but yeah, there's a number of other villains that we could have. There's the White Wolf, who is head of the Hatut Zarasi, which is the secret police of Wakanda. Oh my God, these guys. Um, so during T'Chaka's reign, there was the secret police. I mean, I guess if we were going to say the the SS of Wakanda, where it's just... They they got things done so that the king didn't have to dirty his hands. And that's a way to say that. And Hunter, the lead of um the lead of them, the White Wolf, uh, he was found as a baby when an airplane crashed on Wakanda's grounds and um uh, T'Chaka took him in as his own. So there's this kind of weird relationship between Hunter and T'Challa. So that could be a villain that they could um also do uh, some other characters that they can actually throw in there. Um, there's a Dr. Drum that is involved in this. And uh, Dr. Drum, uh, Jericho Drum, that's a possibility for, that's someone that could actually heal Sebastian Stan. Oh, Sebastian Stan. Why am I saying that? Um, Bucky Barnes's character. I mean, and you, you know him from, and Dr. Strange, his brother was in there for like, a hot second. And one of the things with Dr. Drum, he's kind of like the shore that gulfs between the world of the living and of the dead. So very real possibility that they could have him in there. And that would be a really good way to deprogram uh, Bucky Barnes. Uh, well, in my opinion. Oh, and I love that uh, people are coming up with their own <laughs> things. Oh, they're saying uh, Moon Knight um, as... Mm -hmm. As Batman. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm still going to go Black Panther. You politely disagree. <laughs> I politely disagree. I very much enjoy Moon Knight. And I really do wish that they did some sort of Netflix series with him. Something like um, uh, The Raid. Like something like that. The Raid meets Judge Dredd kind of a thing. But um, episodic. I would love that. That would be great. So. Doo -doo -doo. Um, actually, I... No, there's a, yeah, there's a Dr. Drum and then there's um, Brother Voodoo. Uh, I don't believe I mean Dr. Voodoo, but um, hey, cr please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm, no, I thought it was uh, Jericho Drum and then Daniel Drum and uh, Brother Voodoo is Jericho Drum. But if I'm wrong, hey, I'm wrong. Uh, so um, some other of the Adora Milaje, also known as the Adored Ones. I'm just going to say this real quick and then we're going to go to our shout out section and wrap up our show. So, um, you know, you have Okoye, and that is uh, Denai Guerrera. She, you know her from uh, The Walking Dead, where she plays Michonne. Uh, she is intensity itself. She is so well cast for this particular role. Okoye is a, she's like a staunch traditionalist. She believes in Wakanda. Wakanda can believe in her. Wakanda is the only way. She's not necessarily all about that Western influence, not like Nakia is. Nakia is um, a Wakandan spy. She's trained to go out 
and diplomatically, you know, get information, everything. So she's much more malleable when it comes to that. So when I think of someone that might end up betraying uh, T'Challa, I think of Nakia first. And I very much love that Lupita Nyong'o is uh, Nakia for that reason. Then also Nakia has serious hots for T'Challa, but at that time that they are, um, he's only seeing Monica Lynn, which is why I would really like her in there. And then just to toss this in uh, real quick, um, Ayo, played by Florence Kasamba. You know her from uh, Civil War when Black Widow was standing in front of T'Challa's car. And she walks up to, to her and she goes, move or you will be moved. <laughs> And we got that Dora Milaje back in Civil War. I am so about that. So, I mean, I really hope that this has stoked that nerd fire for you because that is what this is about. I am ex- so excited about this property. I've wanted this for longer than I realized that I ever wanted. And it's here now. I mean, just that one commercial that they have where they have the when we we talked about this last week that one commercial that they have with the vibranium nerf mm-hmm. it's like this is something that didn't exist for us before and now it exists and i i love it i'm going to go out and get that why wouldn't <laughs> i you know i can just shoot some of shoot some of my friends i'll come in and shoot you and koi <laughs> put it, with put it, it on the marble the table it'll be lovely there we go it'll be amazing so but yes for a Mar- uh, merry marvelites so oh we don't really have a shout out section so we do have um this black panther appreciation video this is from michael young the second and we're gonna go ahead and play that now is up marvel movie news yo black panther let me tell you i am so excited to see just the vision of black excellence in a way that we have never seen before. You know, kings, queens in a world that is so ornate. There is so much makeup and so much set design that is just on point. I am just ready to visit Wakanda. I am ready to see the king T'Challa do his thing. And Black Panther has shown not only one type of person, but a myriad of black faces on screen and dignity and royalty. It is so amazing to see. And I can't wait to see Marvel's new hero, of course, to you guys out there. But to me, it's been a king for a very long time. So yeah, that's what's up. And you can follow him at that nerd soul. So thank you for that, Michael. And um, up here we have uh, Kristen Deaton, who originally was like, hey, I don't have the time to read everything. And she sent a picture where she goes, it's a snow day in Alabama. This means I can actually watch Marvel Movie News and Marquia McCarty. Oh, well, oh, and Marquia Movie News this afternoon. And so we have a pic of her and she is um, reading Christopher Priest's run. We'll have that up in a second. But uh, thanks for sending that in, uh, Kristen. Yes. I wish uh, it was a snow day in L.A. <laughs> I, we Be would nice. freak out. <laughs> we would not know what in the world to do. And there's like a number of other questions. Just like uh, fast fire through it. What's the chance of Soul Stones and Black Panther? Uh, I think there's a very high chance. Why else would uh, Cole Obsidian even bother going there? 
yeah, yes, the most technically advanced uh, society on planet Earth. It's like um, Earth's Asgard, which is what Wakanda is. But I think the real reason why they would go there is for a soul stone. So, yes, I think it has to be there somewhere. Maybe we will see that in Black Panther. Maybe it'll be near the end. Uh, and then real quick, um, thoughts. Uh, and that was from Dave Mills at 2 underscore slow 64. And the director's cut at underscore director's underscore cut thoughts on when black panther's vibranium ring reacts to bucky's arm in civil war could bucky's former arm be an artificial vibranium um this is a lot of speculation on the internet with that one and i i absolutely love that question because like for me personally i feel like then bucky's arm has to be made like maybe laced with vibranium i don't think they'd be able to get a hold of that much vibranium to make a full arm out of um you know, I could be wrong on this. This is all speculation. But I think that then his ring did react to a cousin of that or the brother Vibranium going through with it. I doubt that it was anti-Vibranium uh, because then Bucky's arm could um, unadhere all metal everywhere. Uh, that's one of the things like uh, Black Panther's claws is uh, made of that. And I believe they found that in Antarctica, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong with that. But, yes, uh, if you want to see that moment in Civil War, it's, uh, I believe it's one of the first times that they're really tussling. I believe it's near a stairwell. I need to rewatch that one with my Marvel rewatch. But, yes, um, his vibranium ring, it looks like it starts um, interacting with that. Wow, we actually have so many more questions, but I, I we're really out of time. Like I said, though, this entire show was just to stoke your nerd fire. Everything you need to nerd about Black Panther. I want you excited. I want you looking on YouTube, trying to find, you know, those um, episodes of 2010 Black Panther. Uh, you know, I want you to go ahead and look at Christopher Priest's run. Um, go ahead and look at Reginald Hudlin's. I'm not a big fan of the dialogue of it, but the story is so... it. It's outsold priest run. So that says a lot also with it. And then uh, if you have limited time, and I believe I said this earlier, if you have limited time, then just read uh, Tahanizi Coates, um, newest one. That's the newest Black Panther, because that's actually the one that the movie is probably going to be based on. And then if you tend to have a little bit of extra time after that, then Roxanne Gay's World of Wakanda really explodes uh, the Dora Milaje world, specifically Ayo, who's uh, played by Florence uh, Kasamba, and Anika, uh, it might be Aniko, and believe me when I say that they are OTP and their story should be its own thing because it's, it's, it involves, you know, breaking out of jail. So it's kind of like a prison break thing, but it's like all women. Um, it's extremely African also. I mean, it goes into that other culture and it's kind of like an origin story type of thing. So, you know, why not? All of these things and more. Wow, I went the full time. <laughs> you schooled us all. Thank you so much, Marquia. Man, there is still so much. <laughs> Please find your own Black Panther niche. Like, mm. get in there. You still have a month. You still have a month. You still have a month. This this was basically because uh, I had the table for today. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, if you have any further you know, conversations you want to have about Black Panther, then please hit me up. I'm at Markeia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Love to talk about that. That, wrestling, Sailor Moon and such. Ollie, where can they find you? Find me on all social media platforms at Ollie Joomer. Thank you so much, Markeia. You were amazing <laughs> today. I wish you could do this more often, but I, obviously <laughs> we love Koi as well. So yes. I mean, you have to share the table every now and then, right? I am sweaty. <laughs> oh, my lords. Uh, and thank you, Aunt Manthony and the booth for like really bringing 
home with us and thank you you and we will see you every Tuesday at the normal Marvel movie news <laughs> at 2 p.m. PST. Love you till then. Bye. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.